Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network. Founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook, their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marsha Casper-Cook, and it's uh, the very, very special Michigan Avenue Media World of Ink show tonight, and our guest is from uh, Sydney, Australia. And so every time, you know, I've done shows for almost nine years, one year and a half, I think, with um, Red River and then my and my own with Virginia, and I, every time we're on the air, I'm going like, yes, we got to be because you never know it's all internet related and especially because the guest is from now sydney australia but all of us are here today so far so good so um it's going to be a great show and i have a co-host today which is jack jack remick who was on with me yesterday hi jack thank you how you doing Marcia? Here we Whoa, have that, there's two of us now asking questions but um Jack, as everybody knows, he's been on the show so many times, and he's a writer, and he has a blog, and he's a screenwriter. He's done everything, but he also, the one thing he does is he introduces me to such great people, and Jasmina Sidorowski is another one. I already like her already. We just spoke a few minutes, but I, I could tell by when we were emailing, and I think Jack, I'm hoping Jack will get some words in, because Jasmine and I will probably keep Don't talking. count on it. Don't count on it. I know you too. Well, that's why. That's why yeah. we. I had right yesterday. He was on, so he had his turn. So he's here, today and we're gonna have a really good time. But it's so exciting, you know. Uh, he does. Uh, you know, I have met so many people through him, and um, that's what the good. I mean, there are bad things about the internet, but there are good things, and this is one of them. Be able to have shows with people that I never would have met before and so it's going to be so exciting and we're going to talk about a lot of topics and um jack do you want to introduce jasmina because um, she's a very special person yeah well you know i think that the best thing to do would be to let jasmina introduce herself and Ah. we'll get a measure then you know of what (laughs) how she sees her and then we can talk about how we see her so jasmina tell us about yourself Hi, everybody. Thank Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Marsha. Hi, Jack. How are you? We are Doing good. Well, we are good. All right, tell everybody how, you know, just a little bit about you, then we'll all talk about different subjects. But because people don't know you yet from, you know, my show, and I hope you'll come on again like Jack has always done. So go ahead, tell us a little bit about what, how, who you are. Thank you very much, Marsha. First of all, I just want to say a huge thank you to you for having me on the show. It's quite oh, an honour. And um, being from Australia and 
talking to everybody, I guess, worldwide, especially the, in America. It's quite exciting. And, Jack, a huge thank you to you for introducing me to Marsha and uh, just believing in me. And, um, yeah, I, I'm very, very excited. So, hi, everyone. My name is Jasmina, and I am. I, I live in Sydney. Um, at the moment, I'm doing quite a lot of things. It's been a huge year for me, so it's very confronting when people ask you to talk about yourself. Um, <laughs> suddenly you stumble and you think, oh, my gosh, where do I start? I know. <laughs> However. Well, we have two hours. <laughs> we have two hours. Go right ahead. <laughs> oh, we have two hours. Goodness sake. Yeah, well, I, only, I, I, book for, I book always for two hours, but we usually do just a little over an hour. But we have time always. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, yeah, I guess my story starts like any other, like the majority um, of the world. I, I, I was born in Macedonia, which was um, the form, the form the, it used to be under the Yugoslavia, but now it, it's Macedonia. So I was basically born there and I came to Australia when I, in 1974 um, with my parents. And at the time, my parents didn't have anyone in Australia. They were by themselves. So it was quite confronting for them to move 28,000 kilometres across the ocean and wow. come to this newfound land um, and the beautiful place it is. And I thank them today and, and I think thank you to God that you actually made that decision because it's only been, it's been an amazing journey and Australia is such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place to live in. And we're so lucky. We, we, we don't realise, we take it for granted just how lucky and fortunate we are to live in this beautiful country. So basically, I was raised in Newcastle, um, which is about about 180, 200 kilometres from where I reside in Sydney at the moment. And I was educated. I went to school there right through to... Um, now, I understand our school terms are quite different from the US, um, obviously. But my primary years, I, I went to school up to, say, year four. And from there, my parents decided it was time to go back home. Um, I guess they had... No, no, they were quite nostalgic. I mean, my mum's parents were still alive at the time and she hadn't seen them for quite a few years. So they made that really difficult decision to, to journey back home and um, we went back to um, where I was born in Skopje in Macedonia. So we stayed and lived there for quite a few years and that I, I proceeded to do my education um, in Macedonia. And I have to say it was some of the best years of my life uh, because one of the sad things I never really got to spend time with family so I was never raised by grandparents or Christmas for us was quite lonely as we'd watch our friends um, celebrate Christmas with their families for us it was on yeah. our own and um, it, it was tough it was really 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 tough and to me as a child I've got a little I've got a sibling who's uh, six years younger than me who came six years later and it, it was really just tough not having that support um, and when I went home, and, and I, all of a sudden I learned that I had grandparents, I had aunties, uncles, I've got 24 first cousins. It, wow. I was just introduced <laughs> to this new world. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, did, I, I continued to do my education there. And then finally, a few years later, we decided um, it wasn't really... Um, there was something missing. I guess we just got used to the life here in Australia. And we, my parents made a difficult decision to come back. So we came back in my high school years, and um, I've been here ever since. Well, Jasmina, <laughs> let me interrupt. You say we came back. Were you married at that time? Uh, no, I was quite young. I came back to Australia when I was about 14 years old. So it was my mum and oh, dad okay. and my brother and myself. 
So yeah, so yeah. basically, uh, we came. Sorry, I, I, I don't want to do all the talking, but uh, I, I guess. Well, that, well you're the guest. We're gonna, we'll, we, we, well, you know what? Because I think people we want them to know about you. Let me. You, you mentioned something when we were talking before, at the beginning. You call in uh, that you were like I because I asked you you know did you talk a lot as a child because I did you know I talked like really early and I it's not a shock that I talk a lot and so but you I you said you didn't talk a lot you were just the opposite so I mean oh, what changed it. you what what changed you to give you confidence to well, you know be a, talking more well as a child I pretty much tried to stay under the radar I was very insecure I um. Yeah, I think I had a bit of social anxiety where it was tough being with people because I didn't have the support family-wise. I didn't grow up with extended family and the friends yeah. were quite limited. Um, so it was quite hard. And, and I guess I, I also went through a... I was born with SLE, so, which is lupus. Um, I'm not sure if uh, you've heard. It's an autoimmune disease that attacks your health. No, you have tissues. lupus? You uh, have lupus. You said I lupus? Do. I do. Yeah. But you, yeah, you so got I it when you were very young? I was born with it, and that was one of the really? main, main, main reasons that my parents actually came to Australia. It was pretty wow. much because I was... The doctors at the time, being so, I guess 40, I'm 45 now, 45 years ago, it was it was rare. They didn't know what that was and they didn't know how to treat it. And they would no, they to did, prepare, yeah. Um, and, and to be born with it, a lot of times people develop it as they grow older. But you know, that's a young, that's that's pretty hard. So were you not? They didn't have all yeah, the drugs well, they do now. So were you sick? Is that one of the reasons? Also, were you yes, not I was feeling very well? Sick, so. Yeah. So from the minute I was born, I pretty much um, spent my entire time in an incubator in hospital where I stepped through a wow. tube. My parents were allowed to hold me as a baby. Um, yeah, it was very hard for them, and um, they were pretty much told to prepare for the worst and start making plans. Wow. Uh, what any other, what any parent wouldn't want to hear, and um, I guess their determination, you know, there's got to be more to this. This can't be right. What can we do? How can we make this better? And so then it was, I guess they started talking to people and um, they heard about Australia and they heard about how great the um, medical system is here and they thought, let's give it a try. Well, what have we got to lose? I mean, she's not going anywhere here. Wow, great. And this is where it started. And at the time, they were quite young. My mum was only 18, 19. My dad was, I think, 26 at the time. So could you imagine two people, this very, very young baby, I think it was nine months old, um, when they brought me wow. to Sydney, to Newcastle, and um, just to, to come to this country, I mean, they had extended families, don't get me wrong, but it, they didn't know them, they had never met them, it was people, they were strangers to them, and they embraced us, they, they, they opened their home to us, we're very thankful for that, and they've been very supportive, but still at the same time, it, it's quite, it was very especially hard for my mum, who left, who left a childhood behind her entire family, same as my parent, my father. Um, it, it, it's a really, it's a really sad story, and I, I'm very thankful and grateful to. But look what you become. Look what you look life. what you become, and how you've, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you empowered yourself when you were from a little a, a young yeah. age because you know to have yeah. a, a disease like lupus and then carry on and then start all the things that you've started now. It's just so exciting for you, yeah. I would think. Yeah. I mean, 
You're such a, you're very positive now, and is that is that why in your writing that you chose to do positive messages to people and your blog, you know, everything you do is positive. So I think that's really an interesting, you know, way you started. So I think even when people hear about that from you, they would probably realize that they can do some things that they didn't think they could do, that you didn't let it get you down is what I'm saying, you know. I mean, you carried on into an incredible, you know, person. Thank you, Martha. That's very nice of you. I guess one of the biggest um, thank yous I need to say to is my parents, my mum and dad. They taught me to stay positive. Just, I mean, their stories without me even going into it are hard to. You're just going to sit there and cry for hours, what they went through. And you know what? One thing I do remember as a child, not once a fight in front of me, nor did they ever tell us about financial problems or how they felt. Um, I was too young to even understand all that. And then one thing they always used to do is do it behind closed doors. But in front yeah. of us, they were always smiling. And that was that became a huge impact in my life. And going through this disease, um, I mean, I've suffered this my entire life. I have been in remission for uh, 25 years um, after the age of 20. Unfortunately, I'm back in the floor now, but I am managing it. Um, so... But don't, but now that you do the magazine and you have you know people working with you, I mean, don't you feel you feel now you have a family? Because I noticed on Facebook, you know, you were saying you know you have a large following, you know that, and people, you know, you had a lot of people that you wanted to call and say you were how excited you were to you know to be on the show, and so this is such an interesting way you've turned your life around. I mean, I think it's incredible, you know, because I didn't know all that about you, you know, and. That is one of the reasons that, you know, Jack is always talking about empowering women, you know, and how, you know, it, it's not easy for women a lot of times, and especially when well, you started out in the way you did. Can I can I break in there just for a minute? Yes. Jasmine, Are you, you here? Just, <laughs> okay, we'll let you go. Okay. Well, yes, I'm here. <laughs> Overpowered by the daughters. Okay. Say. You, you just, okay. Jasmine, you just celebrated an anniversary. Yes, Is that we, correct? we just celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary. But having said that, I have to emphasize <laughs> it's actually 27 years because I've known my husband for 27 years. So the 19 years, of my apologies to everybody who's married, really doesn't mean much to me. It's the 27 years I'm celebrating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Happy okay, anniversary. So, yeah. So obviously, obviously you're a powerful woman. I, there's that word, Marcia. But you're, you're a, a, a very dirty. <laughs> You're a very self-directed woman, and to to what extent have you had some pressures put on you to, not to do the things that you were doing? Have you felt negative pressures? Oh. Yes, of course. I mean, coming from a, 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 a culture where everybody's got different opinions and thoughts, and um, people deal with um, empowerment quite differently. Some are quite confronted with it, and others are quite open to it. So you're, different, you're dominated by different personalities. I guess one of the things, the biggest struggles for me was being so open and opening up, as I said to Marcia, being such a quiet child and trying to stay under the radar and being so shy. So for, this is what, quite a new experience. But for me, it started, um, it all started in 2012. 
uh, I started to write one day and I don't even know why I wrote what I wrote. It just happened out of the blue and it began with my quotes, my inspirational quotes. I'm quite known for my quotes. I've got a... I've got a yeah, I, I know. Yeah, but no, right. Quotes. Those are... Yeah, it's a, it's a great a quote. Yeah, so it started, it started from all... From there, I found a lot of people started to relate to those quotes. And that's where I started to gain my following. And they would say to me, oh, my gosh, are you a fly on my wall? How did you know that? That's exactly how I yeah. feel. And, and we started talking to each other. And back to the following, I started to meet so many people around the world who have been entirely blessed with, who actually have met quite a few of them from um, America, from the Philippines, from the UK. So it's been an amazing journey. Um, as you say, the internet's such an amazing thing. And thank God I mean, it really is. is. I mean, the power of it is really, you know, I think people don't realize it, and they don't really realize lately it's, you know, it's a lot different now because there's so much negative. But in general, before all of this negativity, it was a great way for people to meet people that had the same interests that would have never met. And, you know, so many people help each other. They're posting, they're, you know, they're on shows they're talking to each other they're editing for each other they're doing banners and these are things that never would have happened before so i mean that no, is like it, come a long way. yeah and it, you know right now like you know what what do people do you feel that we're similar in the usa or do you feel like a lot of the things that we do are different i mean how do you feel about when you you know you hear things and you you know you're listening to shows and you're watching different things. Are we different? Well, that's a really good question, actually. I think um, there's a different opinion. But if you ask me personally, as Jasmina Sidorovsky, I think everyone is different in the world, whether you're from America or you're right. from Italy or I think so. Australia. Yeah. But so we all we all bring our own beauty and we all bring our own um, personalities. Um, yeah. And with that introduce each other and rub off on each other so I guess coming back to your question I do see similarities most definitely I've been to America a few times and I have to say the people are just beautiful and so supportive so open we've been lost so many times and I was oh my gosh do you know where this and this is and they were of course and that even takes you there so I find that quite similar Australia is a very very friendly country where a lot of people that do come to Australia, they do. Oh, everybody um, says it. Everybody that I know that has gone there, they just love it. Everybody. Oh, we are. We're such, we, we are such beautiful people. I mean, as I said, everybody's different. We've always got the odd ones. But, but that's okay. Every, it doesn't mean that we all have to be the same. I mean, we, one thing I don't like to do is judge people for who they are. And right, right, right. It doesn't right. mean just... What, what I portray myself. That, I, th- I that think we're a lot more similar than amazing. people think. You know, everybody is different. I mean, even in the, ne- you know, your neighbor is different or whatever. But I think in, in general ways, yeah, you, we can all get along, you know. And I just, you know, it is interesting always to see what people think. You know, I, I have had people on from all different areas. And we're all, you know, the people are writers and whatever, editors and whatever we do, screenwriters. But we all have basic you know things that make us very interesting to each other to learn from so i that is one of the things i like about you know being able to do the shows and meeting people and talking to them and seeing how similar because a lot of us that do a lot of work with writing and like you do with magazines you know are 
other groups of friends don't always understand what we're talking about half the time because everything to us is a story. But they're living a life. We're just watching everybody all the time, you know. Don't you feel that way sometimes? Your friends, they don't. Yeah, Jack, don't you feel? Well, you have a lot of writing friends, Jack, though. Let me let me jump in here and, and, yep. and ask Jasmine, at what point did you decide that you wanted to put out this EYS magazine? I mean, that's a big step under any condition in any yeah. country, yeah. you know, because yeah. of everything that it entails. And I've looked at the magazine. I have a hard copy here. And you have a staff on there of really, you know, very uh, talented people. How do you get going on that? What made you make that decision? How did you recruit those people who work with you to make this happen? I'm glad you asked that question, Jack. Thank you very much. So basically the Ant Magazine started this year, and to be honest, it actually, I woke up one morning, and this is exactly how it happened. Um, I had been years in the background. After publishing the first book, Empowering Your Soul, Legacy of Your Mind, I always had a vision that I wanted to take it somewhere. One day, however long it took me, whether it was five years, 10 years, 20 years, I promised myself that I'm going to make it a brand and then I'm going to extend that brand and, and do things with it. So from there, basically, uh, this year I've been in two, anthol- in two anthologies. I've been very blessed. Um, I'll talk about that later. But back to your question, Jack. This year, out of, the no- out of nowhere, I woke up one morning and I thought, I've got to do more with myself, as if I hadn't had enough on my plate anyway. I'm a mother with two, right. and a husband and, a, and, and an author and, and everything else. And it's as if I really needed this life. But I, it started being surrounded by such a beautiful network and, and group of individuals. And it started on Facebook too. Uh, and, and I was inspired by each and every story and each and every person. Everyone's so unique and so beautiful and they're just precious people and they're real. And I loved that about them. And I... And, and and this is where and I thought, you know what? I need to bring this together. How do I do this? And it just dawned on me, let's do a magazine. I had no idea whether to even start with this magazine or what it entailed. Now boy oh boy have I learned so much and the preference. Well yeah, it's not it's not that right, it's not that easy. I mean otherwise oh, there'd God, be a lot more people one of the doing hardest it. Things I've done in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well so, yeah, I mean, so this what, is what I did. This isn't a uh, bunch of co- this bunch of kids deciding that they'll put out an e-zine. I mean, this is a magazine with high production values. You make it look very important. How did you decide on this particular format? And, yeah. and the color is especially stunning. You know, uh, how in the world have you made that decision? It's an artistic decision as well as a socio-cultural decision yeah. to go to that way. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think I was born to. I was. I was born to be creative. Um, I. I. When I. I know. I sound so funny, but I really do believe I was born to. to, to when I put something in a vision, I want to. I want to make it happen. So I guess I'm one of those people who don't want to talk about it. I want it to be. I want it to be real. I want it to make it happen, and I'll do anything to, to do what does mean I want to do. So yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> It was a lot of hard work, and 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 oh, I'm sure. what I had to do, what I had to do was was to recruit um, quite a few people because obviously I can't do this myself. It's, it's a lot of effort, and and I had to pick individuals who I wanted to stand by, empowering your soul and everything that we represent. 
So that was my, my hardest process. And, and to be surrounded by so many supportive friends and family, it was one of, I have to say, the most difficult decisions of my life. Who do I choose and who do I exclude? And yeah. It just felt natural. Um, and when I approached every single one of these people and I said, listen, guys, this is my vision. This is what I want to do. What do you think? And in their defense, they were so supportive and accepting. And they jumped at the, they jumped at the chance and they said, Jasmine, of course we will support you. We would love to. We, or, tell us when do we start. And it pretty much started from there. And here we are on to our third edition, um, which is about to come out in a few days. It's going to be a really exciting edition, actually. I'm very proud of this one. You know, um, I, I, and, I uh, haven't seen your, I haven't seen it in person, but because I just actually met you two days, I think two days ago. So, but the thing <laughs> is, I noticed that you have so many different topics that you're going to discuss. In your magazines, yeah, and I saw Jack. It's, it's like you, you inter- Jack was a, well, Jack had an interview. There's one on Jack. Yeah, it's well, very just, thorough. How, Jasmina, the question that comes to my mind springboards off of Mar- uh, Marsha's statement. How do you decide to make a magazine with a, a continuously changing set right. of questions and people who are visiting the magazine. Do you peop, have people who go out into the Australian society and, and watch, or do you have people who come to you? And just gathering the material must be a yeah. tremendously yeah. difficult process. Yeah. Explain that to us. At first, it started with me doing um, a lot of the material, and obviously with the uh, and having all my team, which is a phenomenal team. So they're, they're actually a group of twenty-five individuals. And if you go through the magazine, it's all on my website, um, www.empoweringyoursoul. Um, it will take you straight to the magazine, and it's free online at the moment. And I'm going to keep it free for a while, but I will take it to subscription level eventually. I just wanted to um, introduce the public um, to what it's about. So the general concept of the magazine is to make it real. I guess I got, I'm not going to use the word um, tired, but I'll fresh um, in the world. And I thought, let's do a magazine based on real everyday stories. Uh, yeah. We can all appreciate um, being the Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills Housewives. That's fine. And, and it's fantastic because it's one of my favorite shows. However, because I noticed you me, write romance also. You also write romance because you're in an anthology. You have one on your, that you were in. Oh, you know, you know what? That was quite new to me. I was very, very blessed. Um, the organizer of the anthology, Melissa Bell, and she's a phenomenal woman. Uh, what a what an inspiration she is within herself. She's a famous. She's a very well known author, a best selling author. And um, she asked me. She said, "Jazz, we're thinking of putting an anthology together is um, about Australian um, authors, and we want to celebrate the Australian authors around the world. What ha- what do you think about doing a romance? I've never done romance because my specialty is nonfiction, and I like to talk a lot right. about philosophy. So it was quite challenging for me. I thought, oh my god, how do I <laughs> talk about romance? Oh, I've never written fiction in my entire life. So it was my first attempt at it. I thought, you know what? What have I got to lose? You're either going to hate it or you're going to love it. And um, one of the most difficult things in there, she said, there's a catch. And, I, and she says, there's two sex scenes. And that's when I went, oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was very, very confronting for me. I mean, I like to keep that behind closed doors by all means. But when you write a sex scene to the general world, it's, it's very intimidating. So, um, it, Well, that's it, true. It, yes, Jack, Jack knows how I feel about that. Right, I know. I, I write romance, and it's still it's an issue for me still. 
I, I'm working oh, on it. It. It's, it really is. But you know what? I'm glad I did it. It challenged me. It took me out of my comfort zone, and it made me realize, wow, I can write fiction. So the story, the the anthology that it's in, it's called the essentially Australian Romance Anthology. It's a group of twelve authors. We're all from Australia. Um, oh, all beautiful individuals, and I'm very blessed to um, know each and every one of them. And um, every story is unique, and it, they're so powerful, and it, it, it's quite a credit. Um, to be part of this, my particular story is Chantel, which um, is uh, it's espionage, it's contemporary romance, romance, it's mystery. So um, I'm actually quite quite excited that I brought this out. So I'm going to make it a trilogy now and bring it on its own <laughs> after um, I'm out of the contract. So that 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 will be very exciting. Um, yeah. So and then after that. I was involved in another anthology, which is Tempting Fate. Now that's an American-based anthology. It's a it's a charity institute. It's a charity the Cancer Research Institute, and when oh, that's great. Um, the beautiful author. So that one is pretty much organised by the beautiful author um, Maria Vickers, and she's in America. And I have to say, it was it, it's by seventeen authors, and fifteen of those authors are from America, and there's only two Australian authors, and I was I, I was actually one of them. And it, it, what this one is based on, it, it, it's to raise funds to cancer. Um, and it, we had to talk about struggles. So in this story, it's actually, I've put my life into it, but I've made it into fiction. And it, 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 it's, an interesting, it's, it's an interesting insight into how my story developed from birth and it takes you right to the age of two. Um, and my struggles with lupus and... Um, it, it, yeah, so that was definitely something that I was quite proud of and it was one of the hardest, hardest stories to write and that too is a romance um, story. So now I've got two out there. I mean, like, right, you know, Jack, you know, Jack writes on all different levels. So, Jack, you know, you're, here, you're seeing two people here. Jack writes, it's very easy for Jack to write. You write scenes that are, are harder for a lot of people to write, but you can write them, Jack. Do you have well, any? I try. But let me, let me I want to jump right on top of this here for a minute. Okay, Jasmine, okay. you have just detailed, you have just detailed a whole bunch of stuff that takes up your time. Would you care to give us an image of your calendar? How in the world do you have time to get all this stuff done? <laughs> to get all this stuff you in? My You're talking about enough for four day. for four people to do. Uh, give us an idea oh, of how you run the day. So I've got two beautiful children who are aged seventeen and fourteen, um, James and Joshua, and I have a, an amazing husband. As you just heard, we just celebrated our nineteenth wedding anniversary. His name's John, and um, you probably figure out where we actually call ourselves Four J: John, Jasmina, James, and Joshua. No, it wasn't on purpose. It just happened <laughs> that way. So, <laughs> so having two two teenage boys is extremely. It's hard enough as it is, and um, they're, yeah. very de- they're very demanding, and it's, it's all about food Teenagers. in our house. Yeah. I live in the kitchen. It's, Mum, I'm hungry, and they seem to eat like four times a day after school. It's like, Jesus, boys, how many times do you need to eat through the day? <laughs> um, so, so I guess that with me, it's so true. I, 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 I need to invest in a restaurant or something to feed, to feed these boys. It's just, oh, all they do is live in the kitchen. I'm sure a lot of you know. You know what was interesting that. today? I saw um, 
uh, so, and I usually don't always put a lot of quotes out, but I saw something online that I thought it goes. What what is a woman like in her? What is what's in a woman's head? So then, uh, they said it. Imagine two hundred and fifty tabs open on a computer. <laughs> That's what it it was like because our mind is in so many different ways. You know, that I think, Jack, when you're asking her that, you're trying to, because some of us, you know, I, I put it in the promo that, you know, how do we get this all done? I don't, you know, a lot right. of times we don't know how we do it, but women seem to be able to do like a million right. things, at a, you know, like yeah. we do like a few things at a time. And, you know, yeah. which isn't always good, actually. It would be a lot of times I say, like, why am I doing all of this, you know, every minute? Can't I sit down and relax? And if yeah. I'm watching TV, I'm not relaxing. I'm sure none of you, you're probably writing in your head because you see something on TV yeah. that reminds you something, or I'm sure, Jasmina, you probably say, oh, this is a good idea for a story. So you're not just watching, yeah. you know, you're yeah, thinking. Oh, I'm working 24-7, yeah. and I'm sure Jack's doing the same thing too. Yeah, yeah. I think we that's what happens a lot of times, So, And sometimes you wonder why, you know, you're just in your brain, you go like, okay, can I just not think so much? And then it doesn't, you know. Let's get into the logistics of exactly that sort of thing. Do you have someone in your organization or in your work group that you turn things over to? Are you the idea person? Are you the hands-on realizer of those ideas? Do you give that to somebody and say, run with it? How do you, how do you handle that? Do you do okay. it all? So the running? Okay. So the creation, the editing, so I'm the creative. Um, I do have a company who does make it, make it work so it, um, it can actually work on the website and it come out in print. So they do all the formatting for me and make, make all the images um, nice and glossy. And, and so it just comes out a quality magazine um, just so it can compete with all the other magazines in the industry. But back to your question, Jack, I have to say I actually do pretty much everything in the magazine apart from I'm glad you my admit team. it. I'm glad you finally <laughs> made that concession. <laughs> it's very hard to do that. Apart from no, I, I understand. Yeah. It, it, takes you a while, it takes us a while to get to the answer something. <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say, so my team, they've all, I mean, we've got fashion and home decor. We've got a big inspired section. We've got a, um, a section where... Um, uh, oh, there's so many sections in the magazine that are run by different people and all these people have their own stories. So what they're in charge of is contributing each month a story to the magazine that's happened in their real life. So we've got Anita Rowe, who um, uh, she's from Rachel... Uh, Neat, well, she used to be Neat's Design. She's now Rachel Rowe Design uh, Studio. Sorry, she's just had a rebranding, and um, she she does beautiful jewellery. And um, so her 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 role in the magazine is to basically talk about her famous photography and um, the, her jewellery that she makes. Actually, going back to her, she uh, this is a little bit off the tangent, but she actually made when I was um, part of an um, author signing event last year in Brisbane, she actually did my EYS jewellery, and it was such a hit. I was very grateful to her. So, um, yeah, she's one of the people in the magazine, and then you've got people like uh, uh, Elizabeth Monson, who's um, she's my fashion She's my fashion guru. So she brings fashion back to reality. It's not about Gucci or Chanel or Louis Vuitton. Mm. It's about everyday fashion, fashion that women can afford. And how yeah. do we put 
put it together and make it work. And then we've got things like art, and I've got the beautiful Maya in there. She lives in Amsterdam. She's actually my niece, believe it or not, and I'm very proud of Maya. She's a very famous artist, and I'm very honoured to have one of her paintings um, featuring in my foyer that I was exhibited in one of the museums in um, New Zealand, uh, sorry, in um, Italy. And um, so she's in charge of the art section. So that's all her section. So she does all of that. And then, look, there's mm-hmm. so many. You've got photography with Define and Shine, and you've got Lydia in Macedonia who um, talks about inspirational teaching. And then you've got my beautiful um, uh, uh, my beautiful god sister, I guess you call it, um, her parents are our godparents, Natalie O'Connor. She, she's an inspiration in herself, and um, she just blows me away. She's such a beautiful, gentle soul. And she, she's been a really big support of mine, and her stories, they make you cry, and they're just so real. And it's really hard to come out with these stories and, uh, and talk about it, uh, as you can appreciate, Marsha. You're talking to a whole world. You're not just talking to, to yourself, and um, yeah. you're exposing yourself. So, look, there's too many to name, and I, my apologies to my team who's probably listening to me right now. I don't want to single anyone, anybody out, but every single one of them, they work very hard, and they, um, we, have a, we have a deadline. So the way we operate is I give them a deadline till the 15th of each month, and they're to submit some images and their stories. Then what I do is I get it all together, I design the creative, I, I make it all happen, and um, I meet with my um, creative team who are actually in Spain, believe it or not, and um, I had to, to keep costs down. Still quite expensive, but um, you've got to do what you've got to do. Um, but so isn't that, isn't that really nice? For, I mean, how everybody is together doing a magazine that's not, you know, from one place. So you have so many different points of view right. and different lifestyles. That's really terrific, you know. I mean, because that, that is such an accomplishment. I mean, my goodness, because, you know, like Jack's asking you that because it's incredible how many – you know, to put a magazine together with everybody and you're editing it and it making it look good and be good is quite an accomplishment. I mean, really, that's well, incredible. Well, we're very, very lucky. We've just celebrated, um, uh, at, oh, I think the latest statistics I've just looked at is 76,000 um, readers. And that's it in two editions. We haven't even brought out number three yet. And that is beyond my wildest dreams. I didn't even, I didn't even think it would, go, would generate so much curiosity and interest. But the emails that are coming through and the feedback, um, it, it's really it, it's quite inspirational and exciting because it, it's everyday people. And they're just going, we really love this magazine. Where can we get it? Where can we buy it? Can we get it in print? How, how, how do we become part of this? What can I do? Can I contribute? And, and it's generating a family, an EYS family. Um, because everyday people are everyday. I mean, that's what life is, filled with everyday people. I mean, that's what we all, exactly you know. And even, even when we write a book, we write a story, we're writing for people that are just like we are, you know. And that, that's how it is, you know. And I, that's what I think is probably making it so attractive because they're reading about themselves you know, or people they know, or they're looking at clothes that they like, you know, or jewelry. So, and, you know, it's very good to be so diversified, you know, because, I mean, that's, that's what we were talking about before, you know, the show is that, you know, having different subjects and, you know, is a, you don't get bored then, you know, and you always have something new and exciting. And that's why, you know, I'm sure your magazine is going to continue to grow. And, there's, and as soon as you get subscribers, I think that will show you 
how many people will be interested in it. Jasmina, let me ask you another question. How do you handle your how do you handle your adrenaline addiction? Are you an adrenaline junkie? Do you like the word excitement? <laughs> You've used the word about a dozen times. Do you operate do you operate at this high frequency all the time? Oh, look, I do have my moments where I do slow down, believe it or not. Um, but that, I guess it's probably 1% of the time, but 90% of the time, I'm pretty much on a high. And that's yep. what makes okay. it so, so special yeah. and exciting. Yeah. I'm driven. I'm very driven. Oh, um, uh, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I think it's very interesting that you weren't existence. always yeah. driven and that you became driven. And so that is one of the reasons, like for the show tonight, you know, to talk about the fact that there are women at home and they're raising children and they're maybe a little bored of what they're doing or because raising children is very hard, but still sometimes you want to feel some different uh, fulfillment. So I'm, they're listening to you and they will, we're going to be, you know, this show is on demand. So after it's over, it's out for years and you know, all my shows are out for years, you know, they stay on. So all they have to do is click the link. But the fact is, is that somewhere out there, somebody could be listening and thinking, Maybe I'll do something like this because, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't think people realize that writers and like you are with a magazine and Jack, what you do, that we're just regular people and we decide what to do. We wanted to do something and we did it. So I think people out there that are listening that might need something to do should start, you know, thinking of things that they would make them happy because obviously well, you're excited. Jack like. Jackson, you're excited about what you do, and Jasmine is excited, and I love what I do. Yeah. So, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I think that, that there's other women out there and men. Yeah, isn't that really but, what empowering your soul is about, Jasmina? Is in fact reaching oh. out to other people and, by example, showing what can be done if you decide to do it. Am I wrong on that, or is that how you see no. it? No. So, yeah. What Empowering a Soul is, it's basically a group of determined individuals who are inspired, we're empowered to share kindness, positive vibes and support. We encourage help and motivate others and support our local communities and charities to prosper and grow. So it's about bringing real people, real stories together. And back to what you said about everyday mums, or I shouldn't use the word everyday, let's talk, let's talk about mums, um, very yeah. strong on that. Um, I'm going to bring it back to me. When I've, I've got a university degree and I had a career, and when I had my first child, my husband and I sat down and he said, look, we both have um, really good careers. Um, how are we going to go about raising this child? Is he, is he going to go in a child care centre? What are your thoughts? So to me, at first, I have to be honest, I was a bit, what do you mean? What are you saying? My child's going to go to a child care centre? Absolutely. But that's the immaturity of me at that age and not appreciating what a child meant until I had right. my child came along. And then the minute I gave birth to that child and I looked in his eyes, I instantly, instantly fell in love. And I thought, they get my career. I'm staying home with my yeah. little boy. <laughs> So, um, yeah, look, we both decided that I should stay home and um, while well, he takes a career and, and, and we raise our children where I can be home for my children and be there for them, watch them through school, help them when they need, um, just be their moral support. And it was all yes. good at first. Um, 
during their young, the younger years, I guess. But now that they're grown up and teenage boys, I guess I was ready to go back to who I was and be true to who I am. And uh, I've been at home. I haven't done anything exciting. And um, uh, writing was always my thing. But I, I, look, I guess I'm a lady that I know who I am and what I want. And I don't really need to um, sell myself because it, it sells itself in the writing, um, what I do. And it's real. I'm not pretending. I'm not fabricating it. I'm not. I'm not. Right. Um, I guess I, I'm just a very, a very real person who, who who knows who she is and who knows what she wants. And the the, the best part of it all is uh, you want to bring other people with you. So to any mums, any mums who are listening out there and who think, gosh, got there's got to be more to life. If you have a vision or you have a passion, you got to, You have to believe in yourself first, and you've got to take that risk. And of course, with risk, we, there is a, that's what's called a risk. There's a, you either succeed or you fail. But to me, there's no such thing as failure because we learn from lessons and our experience, yeah. and it only makes us grow and we become better people. So next time we do something, we try. Um, I think being I think being a mother is a, is very hard, and and people when they they don't think that people are doing anything when you are home with children, you are doing twenty four hours oh, a day. Things. You are very busy. You know, I had yeah. a show. I had a show a few months ago with um, Mikey Brooks. This uh, he's uh, an illustrator, and he's a really great guy. He is home now with five children and his wife is working so he was on talking about how he does the day you know and how hard it had been for him at the beginning five kids is a lot you know and um he tried to do it perfect at the beginning and he nearly killed himself i mean he just was so exhausted because he wanted to have dinner ready and everything and then he realized oh he can't do this you know what i mean and he's home doing it but it doesn't have to be perfect you know, and he mm-hmm. learned that, but five kids. So, you know, and it was a man doing it, and that's why he was on the show talking about it. it was so interesting because people don't, it is a very full-time job when you have children at home. And, um, you know, and yeah. no one should feel like they do nothing when they're home because, believe me, Jasmine, they're, doing, they're working. One, yeah, one thing, Jasmine, that you said that I, I want to pick up on and maybe pursue a little bit. You, I think you said follow your passion, bring other people with you. Do you feel you have a mission here, or is this something that you are just bursting out there and saying, come on, guys, come with me? Do you have a mission? <laughs> so yep. one of the biggest things that I've learned is to appreciate the, that it's the imperfection in our lives and let nature do its thing and guide us and help us grow and um, just the best the best way it knows how. So with imperfection, I guess there's no such thing as perfection in reality. Perfection is what is the peace in your life. And um, so what we, with your question, Jack, what I'm trying to say is you have to bring other people with you because you can't enjoy your success or your happiness by yourself, you have to do it with other people. Um, inspire yeah. others, and tell. Uh, uh, there's so much depression out there these days, and and people yeah. are just so easily overcome by uh, by depression, and it's just too easy to sit back and. And I'm certainly not saying um, I appreciate all these people going through that, but you have to have some sort of inspiration, some sort of passion, some sort of. Uh, 
motivation and, and that's my mission yes yes Jack you're right I've, I've, I guess it started in my teenage years way before I got married um, before I fell in love with my husband I didn't know what I wanted to do my parents forced me I have to say forced me to do economics as a degree at university and I hated economics oh, I didn't right. want to do it I wanted to do I wanted to be a journalist, but my my parents, um, being so protective because of everything I've been through, said, oh, my gosh, no, that means a lot of travelling, that's dangerous. And uh, they feared it, so they completely talked, about, talked me out of it. And me being as respectful as I was, I thought, well, I've got to listen to my parents. And um, I did this economic degree, but can I be honest? I hated it. I didn't even yeah. like it. And it was just a waste of my life. And, and, and that's when I started to realise what is it that I want to be? And um, when I fell in love with my husband and he, um, we, uh, we dated for eight years and he popped the question, um, uh, I took him eight years, but he said, do you want to marry me? And after eight years, I had a bit of a aha moment, um, to be polite. Um, I, I thought, I don't know, do I really? I mean, absolutely loved him, but I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to... I wanted to go to third world countries. I had a lot of pen friends from third world countries um, actually growing up. We didn't have internet back then, so we used to write the good old-fashioned letters, and I used to look forward to those letters. And the stories they would tell me, I was really inspired, and I wanted to meet them in person. So I guess I wanted to be, I wanted to go and travel and see what the world had to offer. But being so loyal and being so in love with my husband, and I wouldn't change it anyway, and I'm so blessed, and I really have... I really have a Romeo, I really do. And as corny as that sounds to so many people, I guess I'm very blessed and fortunate that I can say that I am married to my best friend and I, I, and, and I hope we stay together eternally. But 20 years later, now that my, te- my teenage boys are grown up and um, we're all set in our ways, I've gone back to that teenager and I thought, well, I can do this as a married woman. Yeah. I can do this as yeah. a mother. You can. This, what's stopping me? So it was my aha moment. So I thought, and one of the greatest inspirations of my life is Gail Kelly. I don't know if you know her, Marsha Cook. Um, she's um she's one of she's she used to be the ex CEO of one of the uh, big four banks here in Australia, um, Westpac. And her story, oh, she's just such an inspirational lady. She um, she's very famous for the big merger between um, one of the other banks, um, St George and Westpac, who at the time. Uh, they were looking for a CEO and um, this lady, she just um, put it to the board and said, well, how about we do this? And uh, it, it went from there. Not only did she um, create the merger, she actually became the CEO of the bank. And, and, yes, and, hey, and there you go. Right. Got, yeah, she's a mother. She's got four children and three of them are triplets. So to me, I was so mesmerized by her. She's probably one of the people um, that I have to say has given me passion. I can do this. I, I, I can. I can do this too. And um, I mean, she took a, she took Australia through the GSC when we went through that um, crisis, and um, we pulled through it. So she's a woman, and and so many little women in power these days. Um, I think it's fantastic. We should celebrate women everywhere. And you know what? We're all we all got to start somewhere. We weren't all born to be CEOs and entrepreneurs. We're, we're all born as as little girls or children or whatever. Yeah. We're, we're, we're all going to start somewhere. I mean, as you say, Marsha, we're all regular people. So, yeah, yeah, it's my mission to remind everybody who they are and to go back to their roots. 
And um, right. remember your part because it's a well, that's a, you know, I think that the so, three that, that one thing that the three of us have in common is that we are out there and you know to try to tell people that they can do it, you know, and. Sometimes if you get a little rejection, if somebody doesn't like your book or something like that, just keep going on. Or if they don't like your story, it's okay because that's all right. We can take that and just go on and keep trying, but don't give up. I mean, I spent 20 years trying to keep writers writing because I feel that they should write. You know, then don't stop, you know, and that's one of the great things now because, like, you started a magazine and there's independent publishing where instead of things being in a drawer, now they're out and they're out forever and they're not in a drawer anymore. So you don't have to wait for some publisher to pick you up and say, oh, fine, you know, change this, do that, and, you know, and then say, oh, it's not good enough. But that's not true. Now you can get out there. And that is, Jack has spent years teaching people, you know, tricks on how to be a better writer and how to do different, you know, um, things that would make them stay in this writing field. And so he has his blog with, you know, and, and that helps people. So I think that all three of us are out here trying to say, you can do this. Don't. Well, that's certainly, that's certainly the, yeah, that's certainly what uh, Jasmina's first book is about. You know, is, is sort of looking for inspiration, how yes. to keep going, how to make things happen. That's a that's a wonderful book, by the way. Um, I don't oh, know if Marcia you have a chance to look I do it know it. Yeah, it's a, I do know it. I do know it because I put it out there. And you know, when uh, I put I put a lot of pictures and a lot of things on for yeah. the show. So yeah, I yeah. I looked at everything. Just that's why I know she's done so many different. That's why I knew about all yeah. the romance and everything, yeah. because you know we're not just one. One, we don't just do one thing, but it, you know, and right. even if the project doesn't do as well as somebody would like, it's out there, and you know, and it, somebody may someday think, oh, this is really a great work, you know, and they could make it into a movie. You never know what happens in life, you know. And I keep telling yeah. writers, just keep writing, and don't always think of the money because this is not why we're all doing this. Because we all know how that goes. Yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah, well, you know, I it's gotta... not how much money you make. Yeah, I, I got Not a friend who's a writer. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It's how, satisfied, it's how satisfied you feel. You know, I think that's important. That's yeah. A, yeah. Sorry you, to interrupt. Yeah. There's something I really want to say to Jack. So the the journey that started with Empowering Your Soul, um, it was back in um, 2015. Uh, I was writing it, and I didn't really want to publish it. It was just more a legacy for my children I actually got sick I um I haven't really been vocal about this but um I had ovarian cancer at the time um I'm okay now and um I've been through a hard yard and I've had to um deal with it and um at the time um I actually met Jack through um LinkedIn believe it or not and he reached out to me and he said some things that inspired me and reminded me what I that I needed to publish this my first book he believed in me and being someone, an ambassador such as Jack, and Jack, you are such a sensational. I've been following you for years and your books. And yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, he is. I know. I know. It is. It's true. Need, I need more of you, Jasmina. I need I mean, a couple you know, of million I, I, of you. Like, I know all, all these women, all these women online that I know that I've become friends with a lot of them, you know, and they all, everybody loves Jack because he is very inspirational too and makes women feel like we can do what we do. You know what I mean? And his wife is very lucky because 
she's very inspirational. Oh, she's a very you know, and, and we all appreciate that because we know that yeah. he does this for a good reason. He helps. Yeah. Oh, and and men, yeah. I shouldn't say just women, men too. A lot of men yeah. have said exactly the same thing. Jack has been inspiring to yeah. so many people. Yeah, well, that's good he to has, hear. He yeah. You've been one of my biggest mentors, Jack, and um, I actually, I don't know if you know this, Marsha, but I actually dedicated my very first book to Jack um, <laughs> in the um, dedications. Um, he's the one who um, made me believe. I'm, 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 it started off with my husband who, when he read my manuscript, he said, Jack, you owe this to the world. So being my husband, I thought, oh, maybe he just being so supportive, but I was very appreciative that he believed in me. And I thought there was something there, but when Jack came out to me and he said, Jasmina, you need to publish this. And coming yep. from Jack, that was it. It took that one, I voice, know. that one person in the industry, and he, he just set off a pocket rocket. Basically, so here I am, um, three books later, and I'm about to set off a, um, a trilogy and um, uh, this magazine, and I've got so much more happening. Um, Jack, I really, while I'm on air, thank you very much. You have been. Hello a sensational mentor. I'm so proud. I'm so honoured to have met you. And I cannot wait my next trip to the US. I am taking you out to lunch. And we are going well, to let me, let me tell you, you what I tell my really, really, Let me tell you what I tell my students. Let me tell you what I tell my students. It takes good students to make a good teacher. <laughs> You know, no <laughs> matter how good, it takes good students to make a good teacher, believe me, you know, so hang in there and do it. That's what my motto is. Do it. You know, yeah. whatever it is. I think, do and it. I think that's do so it. important. I mean, that yeah. that really is the, that's really the message, you know, and I think, yeah. Jasmine, I think that is your message, you know, and that's what's yeah. going to make you so successful and happy inside. It's like you said, it isn't about the money. You know, to you, it's about no. feeling a good way inside. Keeping it real. Yes. It's about keeping that's it real. It. Be true to who yeah. you are, and we, and that, and that term is thrown around so loosely these days. These, these days, be true to you, and not many people understand what does that really mean. Be true to me. Be true to me, and what it really means is, um, you know what? You got to take. You got to stop. You got to take a deep breath, and you got to think. Okay, what is it that I really want? Um, we're so moulded by society and we're manipulated that this is the right way to go or this is the wrong way to go. And sometimes we forget who we are in the process. So I guess yeah. just by way, listen, guys, it's okay. Keep it real. You don't have to conform to the way society wants you to conform. As long as you are, you, your heart is in the right place. I mean, um, there's different people. You've got your, the corporate industry where everything's running so smoothly, and, and obviously yeah. there's always going to be incentives and um, uh, tasks and so forth. But one of the things with me is I like to think, I like to, I'm going to say it again, just be true to my, be true to me, and not pretend like someone I'm not. This is who yeah. I am. This is how yeah. I am. I think that's really very important, and I think that is a, a, a really good message to get out there. That right, you have to when you look in the mirror, you have to be sure that it's you that you're. You know, you can't worry about everything that everybody says. You have to worry about what you're thinking inside, and you know. And sometimes, look at everybody has a down day or something like that. You know, it's it's normal, you know. But you, so I think that people, you know, that's why, like a lot of times, you know. You watch TV, you see a movie, you read a book. That's entertainment, and that's why it's good. And you read a magazine because, you know why? 
because it makes you feel better and you're not thinking about any of the problems that you have at that moment. You know, it doesn't get rid of your problems, but it makes you be able to understand your life a little better when you have a little time to relax and be entertained, not just feeling, you know, bad. Absolutely. You've got to attract your own energy. I mean, if you overthink and overanalyze, you'll never succeed in anything you do because you're too worried about the risks, what people say, what people think of you. And if you start going down that path, you'll never go. You'll never be true to you. You've got to do. Yeah. You've got to listen to that little yeah. part of yours and say, well, hang on. I'm worthy of who I am. I'm here for a reason, and I know what I'm doing. And let's give it yeah. a shot. And so what if I don't succeed? Who's gonna? Who? Where's? Where does it say in the book that that's such a bad thing? It just means it wasn't me. I. I we all. Yeah, you just learn different things, and, and, and you, and you can't on. be afraid. Right? You can't be afraid of failing. You have to just keep going on. And you know, uh, Jack has always said that, and which is true. You know, when you write a book or anything you do, when someone reviews it, you can't let that get to you. And I always talk about this on my shows because Jack said one time, he says, if you write a book and somebody doesn't like it. If they reviewed it and they don't like it, you're not going to write the book again. So just forget it, you know, and right. just go on. Right. And I, and you know, Jack, that's you don't realize how many things stick in our heads that you say <laughs> that helps. Oh, I mean, wow. you may not realize that, but I, I use oh. them a lot in the show because I talk about it a lot, you know, because yeah. it may, you know, it makes people understand how we all work. You know, it, yeah. we all yeah. have rejection, so it's how right. we deal with it. You know, yeah. and and Jasmina, I think by talking to you and you know the things that you've been through, this is such a positive thing for people to hear. The things that you have had to succumb to in your life and move on from that. So that in no. itself, it's just you're not just a book writer. You don't write a book or a magazine, but you are a person that has gone through traumatic things that have. You let them behind and move forward. This is such a wonderful message for people. You yeah. know, uh, Marsha. Marsha, one thing yes. that really mm-hmm. impressed me was Jasmina had written something about what was happening in Macedonia, and she was actually writing in such a compassionate way that it almost brought tears to my eyes because she was. T- you remember that, Jasmina? You were writing about oh, the things were happening and how it was I, wounded <laughs> and everything. Yeah. You know. So her her it's compassion extends. A very bad <laughs> well, but yeah. this is an important subject. Yeah. It's a part of yeah. your being, it and it's important. a part of the well, healing that has to take place yeah. in you. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah. so I, well, I really. But we all have things. Sorry, that's Jeff. how we become who we are. By the. Right now. It's affecting so many of us around the world, and uh, it's not just about the people in Macedonia, but it's all the Macedonians around the world. It's just, it's really sad. Well, you're leading by example. People determine who you are, and you know who you are, and you, yeah, you, you were born part of that nation. And, and I mean, I'm Macedonian. I speak Macedonian. I am Macedonian. I am who I am. I'm very proud to be of Macedonian. I'm not going to let anybody. I don't care who they are and who, who right. they are. Tell me that Macedonia doesn't exist. We do exist. And, and 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 it is such a touch, it, it's such a touching subject. It it it, it it's just it, it's gotten out of hand. Um, I don't really want to get into the politics of it. I can only speak on a personal perspective, um, where it's just not fair where others can uh, can determine your future. And it, it, look, I could go on, but um, 
Well, let me just interject that one of the... It's a very tough subject, Tom Jack. Yeah, well, one of the things that happens here is we we get to this point where every piece of writing, every everything you write is political in a way. And so EYS might not look political, but here you are carrying this Macedonian wound in your heart, and you're putting this thing out that's beautiful and encouraging and empowering. And I think that that's a political act that you are giving to the Australian people and to the few Yanks who know what you're doing. So <laughs> kudos, congratulations. You know, no, this, this is a difficult world and you're making some really fine things happen because of your dedication to this notion yeah. of following your passion. You know, I think that's really good. Well, that's what you, well, that's actually what you're doing too now, Jack, with your book Citadel, which we, we didn't yeah. mention, but Citadel yeah. is, um, very an, an intense story, and and you want it. This is one of the things that you, out of all the things you've done, you feel needs to be out there. So yeah. I mean, so I think that that's important. You know, I mean, yeah. there there's a time when you feel that things like you know, Jasmina feels like her time is now. You know, and like and for you too, Jack. I mean, it's like when you feel like you've written something and you're doing something that matters. It's good to get it out there because it's important, yeah. you yeah. know. And, yeah. and well, that's and, the political part. Yeah. Of it. That's what I mean. Yeah. I don't mean you know legislative. I mean political, socially, politically intense. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that's what this is doing here. It's life. Attempting it's to life. Raise consciousness, bring people to understand their capabilities, push them to make decisions about their future, move past yeah. the pain. And go into the thing that the the glowing reality that you want to create. I mean, that's that's what you've done here, Jasmina. And I'm very, in a way, proud. Not not in a way, but I'm very proud to have been part of that second issue. So, you know, my my oh, thank thanks you. to you I'm as very well. Proud to have you. Thank you, Jasmina. Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah you, I, you, you know, look, look at you know. I mean, that all of these things are so important now more than ever and you know mm-hmm. we don't i don't get political on the show but i do feel i mean yesterday we might have a little you know you can't help it, it can't be perfect i you hope know, so, so. Yeah. but <laughs> i know we did i know but yeah. uh, you can't help it sometimes you know i mean yeah. listen we talked about the holocaust we talked about things going on and it's just there's it's just a mess now this world so that's yeah. one of the good things that all of us are in different places in our life and that we can sit right now and have a really good discussion about all of these things and people listen and hopefully somewhere out there you're you're telling people, you know, your stories of how you you know, how important things are and hopefully they'll be sitting there thinking maybe I should do something about how I feel. You know, so I think it, it, you can't hurt by doing all of this. You know, right. yeah. it's just a yeah. it's just voices, it's voices out there. You know, and it's really important whether it's a magazine, a radio show, book, TV. It's just voices out there of trying to make this world a better place. You know, for right. everybody. Yeah. And this is where the internet becomes such a big factor. I mean, you've got the two yeah. extremes where you've got. The one extreme where we can be it's a, a divide, attract your tribe and stick with the positive yeah. crowd and spread, spread goodness and kindness and be real. But then you've got the other extreme where you can be manipulated and brainwashed and, and social, media, social media plays, uh, I mean, uh, power and greed and money plays a, a really big factor of that. So I guess it's really yeah. up to each individual to, to be... To be 
to see through it all and make their own connection and own judgment yeah. and and, yeah. and yeah. believe what they want to what what based on their own beliefs and not the way what we're taught to believe. You know, but we what we haven't talked about is how incredible this is. Like here, it's like nine thirty at night, and it's like the afternoon for you. It's such a, it's so you know when you really think about this, you're a whole different time frame. I mean, yeah. you're like, <laughs> no, you know, yeah, I mean, when you really future. think about this, how different well, it is, you know, in different time zones, mm-hmm. and you know, um, that since I've been doing shows, I'm always going Eastern Standard Pacific Mountain, you know. It's like I'm always knowing what everybody's doing at that time. But Australia, this is a a stretch for hours. You know what I mean? So many different, you know, it's like so interesting to have somebody from That's right. We're 15 hours ahead of you guys. So at the moment here in Australia, it's 12.37 p.m. just past midday. Um, and um, schools, we don't. I understand you got. Have you? Are you guys still on your summer break? Or the is school still? Yes. Is still, yeah. The schools school are. Up? Yes. It's uh, yeah. It's August. You know, in August, a lot of the kids go back. Sometimes now in the middle. Sometimes at the end. And and in Chicago oh. public schools, they go in Chicago. They go back in September, like after Labor Day. You know, yeah. Uh, it's I'm very not, different. Everybody here is different in I Chicago. Think, yeah. Well. Well, in Australia, it's just business as usual, so we have no break. Our summer seasons, I mean, with the different time zones, it comes with different seasons, so we celebrate. You have no break? We you don't have our, summer our, break? The kids? We do have summer break, so our summer is um, December and January, whereas that's oh. the winter break. So really? Wow. Many yes. So, well, what, what's um, the weather there now? So what kind of weather do you have? What, what's the weather like so, there now? Today, what? Today's quite a warm day. I think it's like 22 degrees. However, we are in the middle of winter, so um, we can it's reach 22 degrees. Oh wow! No, no, that's See, centigrade. That sounds like Chicago. Centigrade, that sounds like Chicago. <laughs> centigrade, Mark. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah. sorry. Well, let me let me interject. Let me let me interject something that we've touched on throughout this conversation. One is how the Internet is bringing people together in ways that they couldn't have been brought together before. I think that is really exciting. And one of the things that's exciting for me personally as a writer is that I was able to engage with Jack Seary, who lives in England, to do the cover for Citadel, which then goes to Jasmina in Australia and comes back to us here you're in Chicago. I'm in Seattle. Yeah, I Jas- know. Jasmine, you know. So this is this is really possible easy. because the internet is, yeah. is has made the world a smaller place, but it's also made us aware of I think some of the horrid things that are happening around yeah. the world that we need to pay attention to. So I don't yeah. want to get political, but that's my political statement for the moment. Okay. Jack is the keeper of the show. Jack is the keeper of the show. When I get off track, Jack is right on <laughs> to keep uh, me. So I, <laughs> well, I always have a list of questions. I know. He, questions I, I've done, I, I have Mark. done nine I've done nine years of shows, and I write a little note, kind of, but I don't have any questions because I just don't. And Jack always has questions. He comes up yeah. with all the questions. He says, what are we gonna, he says, what are we going to talk about? I go, don't worry about it. We'll talk about it. So far after nine, somebody said to me, what if there's a lull? I go, well, after nine years, 
don't think I've had any lulls, so don't worry about it. Yeah, well, Marcia, Marcia has this dread of, of dead air time. She doesn't like dead air time. So, you know, I, that's I just what we talking. get into. I just, just keep talking. This is the story. <laughs> this is the story but of my life. Keep talking. Going back to what you said, Jack, about the internet and how far we have come, it, it, it's so true. I mean, things are now yeah. more instantaneous. So news gets to the public before even the um, the professional channels get them, the um, news groups get them, and um, people know about things that are happening before even anyone else does. So we didn't have that years ago, and especially growing up, me as a teenager, as I said, when I used to write to my pen friends, I used to look forward to those letters. I don't think I even remember the last time I've ever written a letter. <laughs> it's all it's emails and it's all instantaneous. But it, it, I mean, this is this is a life we're we're going towards. It, 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 it's it's only going to get um more advanced. It's going to be more yeah. and um it's going to be interesting where it does take us. Uh, so it's actually quite exciting. Yeah, it, it's just really been it, it's it is incredible when you really think about it. And ten years ago or fifteen years, ago, this was not possible. You know, and yeah. uh, it, it's just you know. Because a lot of people on my, you know, that have been on my shows, they have never talked to each other on the phone. You know, I'm a phone right. person, so I call people a lot, whether they like it or not. I just call them because <laughs> yes, you know, she does. Yes, yes, I she do. Does. <laughs> and, and sometimes I'll say to people, "Haven't you talked to them? They know." Them for, I go, "They go, no, we've only done email." I go, "What?" <laughs> I talk. Usually, my guests I do talk to a lot, you know, a lot of times, and I talk to them a lot of times just regularly, you know. And but most people don't do that anymore. But you know, yeah. I talk. I I can't type as fast as I talk, so you know. Then I make all kind of errors. This way, I just call them up on the phone and I just yeah. say hi. But anyway, this I has have, been a great show. This has been a great show. Is there anything you want to ask? Okay. You can go ahead. I have one more question I need to ask. You can. Right, one okay. more question. Go, right. go ahead. Okay. Jasmina, Jasmina, <laughs> you said, <laughs> as long as you said, as long as your heart is in the right place, what, how do you know your heart is, Jasmina Sidorowski, how do you know your heart is in the right place? How do you read yourself that way? What's the philosophical, metaphysical reality of that knowledge knowing your heart's in the right place. There's smiles around me, Jack. Everybody I meet, my children, yep. my husband, my parents, they're smiling. So I must okay. be doing something right, my okay. friends. So I think that's a big indicator. Yeah. Okay. To me, a smile yeah. says it all. Okay. Yep, yeah, I agree. And that's you, a good you thing. Can't, yeah. can't, yeah. You can't fake a smile. No. I hope that, well, I hope that answers Back. Well, I, I, I will say one thing. I have to say one thing, though. I have seen people on TV that are faking smiles. <laughs> yes, they are faking smiles. Oh, yeah. Smiles. <laughs> really, smiles. Yes, that's exactly smiles. right. You it's can. Like when my husband, I have to tell you this story. So my husband hates, and I mean hates being photographed. He, he can't stand it. And when he has to go, when we, when we, when oh, we had a whole discussion yesterday about that. We had a whole discussion about that, <laughs> how I hate it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I was like, come on, you've got to smile. And it, it does this really interesting smile. And when you look at it after, you just think, God, that's so safe. You can tell straight through that. <laughs> but yeah, no, you can tell. See, because you know why? It's so funny that you said that. We were talking about that yesterday, and 
I, I have made the decision that now, because I really don't like photographs. I really have a thing about it. I, maybe my father used to take a million pictures of me, could have been one reason, but I don't like them. And I, I am now going to just say to people, please do not take a photograph and then put it all over Facebook because I don't even like the way it looks. And I really don't like photos. I understand what your husband is saying. And I, it just oh, sometimes absolutely. some people don't, and some people can just, Really, I'm like a person that could be on, you know, like I'm the kind of person on the go a lot. So I could be looking a certain way, but when I have to sit there and smile, it is so not me that I really yeah. don't. That's why I don't like photos. You know, they drive me crazy. And but now I'm going to be having guts and just saying, no, do not photograph me. It's like an allergy. Yeah. I'm I'm allergic to film. <laughs> this is not happening. And you, you know because. You've got to be comfortable in your own skin, Marsha. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't like in photos. Yeah, and some people don't. That's exactly my son, my oldest one, James, who's 17, he's um, doing his high school certificate year this year. To even get him in a photo, oh my gosh, that's a task in its own. So I have hardly any photos of my son because he just refuses to be photographed. He doesn't like it. Yeah, it depends. I guess I, I don't know what it is, but some people just don't like it because it's just the stillness of it. If you could photograph me while I'm moving around, because I'm always moving around, would be better. You know, even when I'm sitting on the phone right now, my hand is moving like I'm talking to somebody. I don't know. It must be a thing. But it's like, you know, I, I'm talking like if you would see me, I'd be, you know, my hands would be moving. And so I feel like when I have to, st- you know, be stiff, it's just not me. You know, so uh, yeah. enough about me. Well, that, those are the things about enough. me that I talk about. I don't talk about anything else, but I talk about the things that I don't like, don't like to do. But you have which, other strengths, Martha. I, you have other strengths, Martha. I've been listening to your show okay, um, that's quite a, a good, lot. That's and, a good, uh, well, that's, I hope I have some. I don't know. We'll see. Well, but, you know, listen. You're very, you're, sorry. I was going to say, you're, you've got other you're, you're very, you're very open. You're very understanding. You're passionate. It, it, it comes across the air. Um, oh, you're an inspiration you. in yourself, and and, and quite you. a quite a powerful woman. All your achievements. I've been reading a lot about you in your books. You're, what you. a celebration! And, and and you may not like to be photographed, but that's okay because your strengths lay elsewhere, and that's not a pretty yeah, bad thing. Yeah, we all have. Yeah, we all have different. Right, we all have different things. You know, I mean, we do. And I love doing the shows, and I hope you'll come back again. And maybe we'll let oh, Jack, 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 Jack can have no questions. Jack will just, no questions. I know he does. I know, I, I, you know, I know he does because I know there's a, he always, he likes a theme. Okay. But we, I, I did stick to the theme today, inspiring women, because we have you. And so I, I was good. I didn't change the subject too many times. But I, I no, hope you'll come back, you know, I, I mean, really. And I think, you know, hearing you and all of the things that you've done, uh, you know, and I want to thank Jack for introducing me to you because you really are an inspiration to people. And I certainly hope that your magazine does well. I'm sure it will. And I'm sure it'll it'll keep going on and on and on. And um, it's it really, you know, it's, you know, and... And I'll, you know, naturally I'll post, you know, I'm that we've met now, you know, and so Jack, I mean, that's one of the things that we all do for each other. We share each other's posts and, you know, which I think that is such a good thing, you know, for people. Do we have time for one more? 
Yeah, you do have time. You have time. One, you have time. one more question. Do I have time for one more question? We, we have time, uh, yes. I won't make it philosophical. What's next okay. on your agenda? <laughs> okay. What's next? I'm actually really glad you said that. I'm really glad you said that. So this is a huge year for me. Um, I, I wanted, uh, I'm off to an uh, author event in New Zealand in November. It's called oh, Wham wow. Bam Author Jam. Um, it's supporting mental health. Um, ah. And it's been brought together by the beautiful author Stacey Broadbent, who lives in uh, New Zealand. And she has put so much hard work and commitment into this author event uh, for such an amazing course for personal reasons. I'm actually going to be featuring her in the August edition, so please look out for that and the entire story. So I will be in um, New Zealand in November on the 24th. Um, it's a wow. full day event. There's 32 inspirational authors that will be attending from both New Zealand and Australia. So if anyone happens to be on holidays from America that way, please pop in. It's in Christchurch. All the details are on my website um, and um, anything you need to know. But where am I going from here? Oh, I've got a lot of ideas. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'd like to, I'd definitely like to build EYS. Um, uh, I, my, my ultimate my ultimate dream is to have a cafe and call it EYS Cafe, and I'd oh, like wow. to split it in two. Where, where I'd like to, I'd like to support the homeless people. Um, and yes, we do have some homeless people in Australia, and um, and introduce a, a breakfast where um, we get shuttle buses and um, take them to our cafe, and they have a free feed. But while they're there, I want to supply them with iPads and PCs and books mm. and magazines and inspirational quotes around the walls. And um, uh, get some inspirational people in and just to have a chat and remind them that there's more to life, um, not to give up so, uh, uh, so easily and that we're here for them. So that is my ultimate dream and this is where I want to take EYS um, eventually. And I hope to do that and, uh, and I actually believe I will be doing that and, um, in the near future. So, uh, look, it's not going to definitely end here. There is a lot of um, ideas going through my head. So I guess you're just going to have to pee on standby and could be our next topic next time. Wow. Wow. So right. much energy. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Jack, are you tired from us talking? Oh, <laughs> no. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I was prepared for this. I slept two hours oh. this afternoon. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> this is, are we, are we uh, winding up here, Marcia? Yeah, I think, well, I guess, yeah, we, I, yeah, Jasmine, I think because it's daytime for her and she has her kids from school, but, yeah. you know, to pick up definitely from school, that's exactly time. right. <laughs> yes, I know. No, I want to say a huge thank you to you, Marsha, and thank you, Jack, for believing in me. Oh, you're what welcome. I'm so, we're so happy really to meet you. Great thank pleasure. You. I'm really Great proud pleasure. to bring you a Okay, before we go, before we go, give, them, give everybody where they can find, you know, you. So what are your websites so they know where to find okay. you? Okay. So you can definitely find me on um, www.empoweringyoursoul.com. Anything um, they need to know, just go to that website and it basically it will prompt you from there. What, what, it will tell you about my author events, um, about any books that I've um, written. Um, it, 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 it's, all the information is there. So just go to Empowering Your Soul. Oh, my magazines are, are on there too, so it'll take you to the magazine. Okay, you know what I'm going to do well. because I forgot to say this last time. You know, I think I've made a group 
for uh, World of Ink and uh, Michigan Avenue Media. So I'll put you and everybody that's on the show. I'm going to promote everybody like on, that's on my shows. So I will add you, and I'll add you too, Jack. You know, and I meant to say this yesterday. I, you know, that and it, you know, I'll, I didn't want. See, I don't like to send things out to people in case they don't want it. But you know, whoever's on my shows, then I can promote them more when it's just on for Michigan Avenue podcast. So it'll just be, you know, they'll see Thank people that are. Yeah, so I'll put your I'll put anything you want out there and Jack, same for you. Okay, that. thank you. That's very nice. That's very nice. You're welcome. All right, okay. and thank you all. And uh I have a show in two weeks and it's a sexy romance show with Piper Stone and her buddies. So it should be okay. fun. I'll definitely do that. All right, take you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I'm so glad that all the way from Sydney that we got this going here. So this is good. All right, good night, everybody. Oh, good, not good, it's not night for you. Okay, have a good day. Yeah. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. Goodbye. Take care. Goodbye. Good night. We'll be in touch, Jasmine. We'll be in touch. Adios. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.